This is LifeLinks with a DL link. Three minutes past 12 o'clock on 101.9 High FM. This is the DL Link Show where we connect you through insights, information and illumination. I'm Nikki Seberini. Delighted to be with you on this rather chilly Thursday. I can't believe I'm saying it. I'm not sure what's happening with the weather. It's keeping us on our toes. That's what we have to say. We have, uh, wow, we have a, a really full show um, for you today. We're going to be celebrating life and we're also going to be talking about the passing of life and honoring someone very, very special to the people of South Africa, to Chai FM, to the Jewish community. Um, and and uh, we here on the DL Link show, in fact, had him on the show not so long ago. In fact, it was last year. That uh, Moses Moyo joined us. He was talking about uh, coming along and uh, taking part in the Jerusalem Marathon. Um, he was going to be a part of the DL Link team. Um, the Zionist Fed was sending him over. Um, and we all fell in love with him. Um, just a beautiful human being um, talking about his passion, his what, what he does, um, being a journalist, helping fellow South Africans and fellow journalists. Of course, his love for Israel, his connection. Connection with Israel, um, and he was very special to us all, and we were very saddened to hear of his sudden passing. Um, and he's left a, a huge gaping hole in the lives of his family, um, obviously his publication, City Gazette, um, and within the Jewish community as well. He has been honoured on Chai FM, and we would like to just spend the next few moments honouring this man as well here on the DL Link Show. I have Nikki Raz, who is the national director of the Zionist Fed on the line um, just to talk a little bit more about this incredible human being, Moses Moyo. Nikki, um, good afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. Hi, good afternoon, everybody. Um, yeah, it's, it's been a very painful week for a lot of our organizations who had a connection to this amazing man. Um, it's, it's very hard to even start explaining the impact that he had on our community and his love for Israel um, and the work that he did within our organizations. Um, can you hear me properly? Then? We we can hear you, Nikki. Okay, we, I know it's hard for you because it's very soft, but we can hear you perfectly. Please okay, carry great. on. Great. Um, so I had the privilege of working with Moses um, on quite a few big projects. And at his memorial last week, we, you know, we, we sat around and all the people in our office and we just spoke of his incredible energy um, and the fact that he managed to touch so many different organizations, so many different lives, and really drive his agenda. And we laughed that often he was, he was the one calling us to say, you guys need to do this, you guys need to do that. <laughs> um, and he was just, it's, it's a massive, massive blow to our community. Mm. Uh, definitely gone too soon, Nikki. Maybe you can just share with us, because you have this relationship with him, um, for our listeners who just want that little bit more of a connection of how incredible he was. H- how did you first meet him, um, and how did he become a, a friend of Israel? So, <clears throat> you know, we are, I've only been in the role for, for three and a half years, but Moses was involved. Um, he started the Inner City Gazette in in town where he, even back then, as part of his church community, was advocating for Israel. 
And every month he used to put in um, an insert about what's new in Israel. So Israel technology, whatever was happening in Israel that was outside of politics, he would print in his newspaper. And the Zionist Fed used to work with him on designing that content. Mm -hmm. And that used to go out to thousands of readers in the inner city every week. Um, so that was my first interaction with him. Right. And then he started getting involved and in consulting with us on various other issues around, you know, media and the way that brand Israel is perceived. Often when we would sort of shy away from doing something, Moses would be there saying, no, 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 guys, we're doing this. Uh, an example that comes to mind is at the ANC conference uh, last year when everyone knows that the, the horrible position to downgrade the Israeli embassy was was decided upon, Moses printed a special um, publication all about Israel and the effects of the downgrade mm. and was brave enough to stand there and hand the paper out to people, to delegates wow. at the conference. Wow. Um, so that what was, what, what was the response was. like, Nikki? Do you remember? I mean... Uh, Sorry? What was the response like, um, you know, as you said, very bravely to stand there and hand, hand these, these papers out? What, what, what was the response like? So quite a few people were upset. Obviously, the BDS lobby was not too happy with it. Um, but most people actually took the paper from him and read it and found it quite interesting. Mm. So, mm. But that was Moses. He was, he was always very brave and he was always there for us. You know, when, when we did the South African Friends of Israel rally this year, Moses was the one running around Pretoria with me trying to sort things out and get permits. He he was, you, you felt safe when he was around, mm, you know. Mm. I, I, can, I can hear the sadness in your voice, Nikki. It's, uh, it's, as you say, it's a huge loss for everybody. Yeah, I know. Mm. It's, it's, uh, you know, when we got that call, it, it was probably one of the darkest days we've we've experienced at Biyachad in a long time because he worked with so many of us. Yeah. Um, you know, and also you, you talk about the impact that he had um, within the Jewish community, with his city gazette going, supporting journalists, you know, only wonderful words um, said about Moses Moyo. And of course, the mayor of our city, um, Herman Mashaba, only has glowing reports. He talks about um, the close relationship, um, how they first met. Um, and he said in his words, he said, and talking about Moses, he followed me on my visit to some of the horrible living conditions in the city. He always said, Mayor, we need someone to do something about this. We're committed as a city to turn the city into construction sites so that we can give dignity to our people. But I don't know how I'm going to do it going forward without the help of this young man. Moses was not just a journalist. For us, he was an unofficial partner. So in all areas, um, Nikki, he was present. Um, he did not stand down. He stood up for what he believed in um, and coming from such a place of, of kindness um, and, and really wanting, wanting good change. So, yeah, so we honor him. We honor him on the show today. And we thank you very much for joining us and just sharing some of those Absolutely. stories so that our listeners can connect with what an incredible man he was. Thank you, thank you. No, he was, he really was incredible and I think he was an inspiration to all of us and he, we should just remember him and remember that we should stand up tall and we shouldn't be ashamed of what we believe in and I think that's what he infused in me. Mm. 
So it is a it is a big loss for all of us. But what a what a wonderful memory and and uh, legacy he's left behind. Nikki, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. Pleasure. Thank you so much. Nikki Raz, um, the national director of the Zionist Fed, and as I said, you know when we when we had him on the show, he stole our hearts. Um, it's the spirit that he has, but the spirit lives on um, and we will continue to honor him and he will continue to have an impact not only on the Jewish community, the Friends of Israel, um, but all South Africans specifically here in, in Johannesburg. Um, incredible Moses Moyor. So we're going to take a break. Um, Last week, was it last week or the week before? Wow, I had the privilege of interviewing someone that I've been admiring for so many years, reading his books. He had such a huge impact on my life and um, opened the doors to the power of the mind, certainly in my world. I'm talking about John Kehoe. Um, so we're going to take a break, um, and then I'll tell you a little bit more about that interview, which uh, we'll play for you. So stay with us. It is a really beautiful Friday afternoon and it's not often um, that one is invited to drive through the beautiful suburbs of Johannesburg looking at the gorgeous jacaranda trees to meet someone that you have admired for many, many years. So I'm one of those lucky people who gets invited to drive through the beautiful suburbs of Johannesburg to meet people that I admire and that I look up to. And of course, well, I'm referring to someone that I had the privilege of interviewing six years ago on this exact radio station. So I am so delighted to have the opportunity once again to interview John Kehoe, who is really the pioneer of Mind Power. He is a best-selling author, six books under his belt, motivational speaker, travels the world, um, and really just helping people explore the power of the mind and open potential um, and possibilities in life. After that introduction, John, what, what, what do you have to say? Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you for your generous oh, words. to be chatting Yeah, again. thank you, Nikki. It's, uh, yeah, we, we had a wonderful conversation, I think it was four years four or five years ago, so uh, you've taken the opportunity to uh, have another one with me, and uh, I'm happy to do that. Fantastic. Well, the last time we spoke, it was around the quantum warrior. That's right. We spoke about things like quantum time, and people were blown away with this concept of past and present yeah. and future all happening at the same time, yeah. weaving the web, um, and just the, and once again, the incredible potential that we have, John. And, you know, when if we're driving around the streets of Joburg, we get to see John Kehoe and Robin Banks' final tour, and I panic <laughs> when I see that. But we'll get to it, because I want to know what that's all about, and why a final tour. I never liked the word final. Yeah. But for those of you who don't know much about you, John, who are listening, this is the DL Link Show. We inspire people, we illuminate people, we talk about cancer, we have cancer warriors who share their stories with us, week in and week out. You talk about mind, you talk about thought, and thought creating your reality. Yeah. What does that mean? Well, um, we, we are connected uh, to the universe. We are the universe. And this is the quantum uh, theory. This is the quantum reality that has been taught to us uh, from way back with Niels Bohr, who, whose famous quotation was, uh, if you're not shocked by quantum uh, reality, you don't understand it. Yeah. So let me just, for the listeners that aren't familiar with my work, give you a 
brief two-minute version on what it's possible. Quando, oh, it is, it is possible because I like to make things really simple. Now, in, in the level of time and space in our five senses, everything is separate and independent from one another. Obviously, I'm different from you. You're different from me. We're different from our cars. Uh, we're different, you know, our bodies are different from the cancer that are in us, uh, that everything is independent and separate from one another. But in, and, and that isn't the reality of time and space and the reality that we all live our lives. And it's very real and it's very obvious and no one is disputing that. But on a deeper level, on a quantum level, on a subatomic level, what science tells us is that this is not what is happening, is that we are all connected and that everything is energy and vibration and that we are one and part of the universe and as a result of this, knowing this and understanding this, what it means is that we can begin to work, uh, for example, on healing ourselves on a different level. We can begin on uh, creating success for ourselves. I'm a very, very big believer in success. But I want to everyone to define what success is to them. In our society, success is defined in a very, very narrow, uh, I think even dysfunctional way. Uh, success is referred to people that are rich, people that are famous, people that are good looking, people that are young. And then if you're not young and rich and famous and good looking, then you're kind of a loser and you're not successful. That's hugely dysfunctional. Uh, everyone defines success in their own way. For some people, it might be to raise a family. For someone else, it might be to um, to be a humanitarian and help the world. For someone else, it might be to, to be an artist and write the great novel or, or be a great painter. Uh, each of us defines success in our own way. But once you define success, it's your responsibility to be successful and to achieve that success. And so um, my methodology is that thoughts are real forces and that every thought you think has an effect in your life. Your beliefs, your fears, your expectations, your hopes, your desires, your worries, all of this is energy and is having an effect in your life. So what you want to do is understand that and, and be proactive in having a successful life and maybe success is to cure yourself of your cancer. And we have had a lot of success with that. And so um, that's what I teach. So, wow, John. Okay, so that's a lot. And I'm sure everyone's just slowly absorbing that. So let's, let's actually take a quick break. Um, and let's continue with the statement that you made about people healing themselves. So let's go back to that idea of thoughts creating reality and that on, on a quantum level, we're all connected, which would mean that we would have the power to do that. But let's look at these thoughts that keep bombarding us and what we do with them so that we can use them in a positive way. We'll be right back. This is LifeLinks with a DL link. Mm, 
The DL Link Show, connecting you through insights, information and illumination on 101.9 High FM. So that was part one of the John Kehoe interview. I apologize, it is rather noisy. We were sitting in a restaurant. Um, I'm hoping it gets a little bit quieter in part two. Here we go. Well, welcome back. This is um, the DL Link Show on 101.9 High FM. I'm Nikki Seberini, and um, I have the wonderful John Kehoe opposite me. One of those highlights in my life when I get to interview extraordinary people, which I love and adore. Um, so, John, just before the break, we were talking about thought, and we were talking about how everything impacts the next. We are all connected on this quantum level. Um, we spoke about healing, if you do have cancer. But before we get there, let's look at thought. Let's look at the bombardment. Of these thoughts, these ideas that fill our minds every minute of the day. Do thoughts control us? Well, normally they do, and that is the real problem. And uh, I call the mind the great trickster. And the mind tricks us, fools us, limits us, and especially when we have an illness, is that the mind will quite often put the most horrific possibilities oh my God, I'm going to die, I'm never going to cure myself, uh, feeling of worthlessness, uh, feelings of helplessness, all these come to the mind. And the reason that that happens is that, and, and, and this, is, this is extraordinary, this is revolutionary, this is shocking, but it is something everyone has to know and understand, and that is that we are not our mind. And what happens is that our mind, us, and as a result of that, our mind just puts whatever thoughts it wants in and, and makes us deal with them. We have to say that again. We are not our minds. We are not our minds. And our, our minds think us. Our minds think us. And that is an error. And uh, what we have to do is we have to train the mind. And there's an old saying that the mind is a wonderful servant, but it's a terrible master. And so uh, the mind has convinced us that it is us. And that if, if and that means that every thought that the mind thinks, we have to listen to, we have to consider it, we have to assume that it's true. But once you realize that your mind is the great trickster, then you'll 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 catch your mind and you'll realize no, not everything that my mind says is true. And what you do is you train your mind to think the thoughts that you wanted to think. And that's what my whole program is about, is I ask people to spend 20 minutes every day doing exercises that I teach on how to control and direct the mind. And when you begin to control and direct your mind, when you begin to control and direct your thoughts, what happens is that you realize that your mind then will start thinking what you want it to. And it will start taking instructions from you. It's, it's, it's quite revolutionary and very powerful. And it's a system I've developed and uh, have taught for 40 years. And very, very successfully. And very successfully. And here I am in South Africa on my final time in South Africa. And, and I might mention to your listeners, if they want to know more, 
finaltour.co.za. Just, uh, you know, just Google that or go on the internet and finaltour.co.za. Final Tour with Robin Banks. And I'm doing it with Robin. Robin's amazing. Robin's an amazing man. He's my protege and I've taught him all my methods. So it's, it's, it's quite fun, the, the weekend, because uh, we like to refer to it as he's the young buck and I'm the wild, uh, the, the wise elder. I, I almost <laughs> said, I almost said the wild elder. And, and of course, that kind of is coming. In well, I, I'm, um, you know, I'm bringing out music now. That's my new genre. I remember when I interviewed you last, we were playing the Rolling Stones during an ad break mm. and you started to break it down. You started to dance in the studio. <laughs> I didn't know that that part of you existed, but clearly it's yeah. now developing. So, yeah. why the final tour? Because I've been doing like that. Well, I've been doing it for forty years, and forty years of jet lag, forty years of airplanes, forty years of hotel rooms. Um, I, I have I have other things that I want to do. I'm going to continue to write. Uh, I'm releasing my my first single. Uh, your your uh, listeners might hear ambiance in in the background. <laughs> We're at a, a cafe. We're uh, literally in a, just a little over an hour. We're going to have the media here, and we're releasing my new single. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm only 72, so uh, while I'm still young, I want to explore these other genres, and I want to have fun, and I want to have an interesting life, and uh, touring, uh, been there, done that. And besides, I'm online now, and, and, and anybody can go on to learnmindpower.com. That's my website, and uh, there's courses there as well. So, uh, so yeah, I don't have to tour anymore. It's a great thing about technology. It's teaching for you while you're singing and having fun. Yeah, I'm reaching out to people all over the world, so that's great. I don't need to tour anymore. But having said that, if you want to see me live, and you, I mean, there's your opportunities November 10th and 11th. And uh, so, do the people have to come for both days, John? Yes, it's a weekend seminar. Okay. And it's at the Hilton in Santa. It's at the Hilton in Santa. Yeah. And what can people expect? Well, what they'll get is the full the full training and the full system on how to control and direct your mind, the six laws of the mind, uh, exercises. We we take people through the the entire package of how to uh, get your thoughts working for you. So it, it's a training program, and after the weekend, you have the system and you take it into your life and you use it daily. I ask people to spend about uh, between 10 and 20 minutes a day uh, practicing the exercises and uh, that's what will give you the results. So I have to ask this question. You did mention it when when you first started to talk about being able to heal your life. You're saying people with cancer, there are very positive results that you're seeing. This is a show where we deal with cancer. I have warriors who come and we talk about the normal therapy that treatments people go for, complementary treatments. Is would you see this as a complementary, like working with the normal treatments that people are going for? This yeah, kind of yeah. I, 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 I in no way am saying that that working with the powers of the mind should uh, uh, take over whatever medical treatment you're now having, uh, whatever treatment you're. And there's many uh, 
uh, uh, immunology. What is it? Immunology. Immunotherapy. Yes, immunotherapy. There's my there's my wife Sylvia in the background. Sylvia. And and there's many many different methods now of uh, working with cancer, but number one is you want to get your thoughts working for you. Is uh, what what we found is that those with with positive expectations and in my book Mind Power I have an example of, of one person who had very serious cancer and working with the visualization technique and, and imagining a positive result uh, I, I don't want to give the illusion that yes this is a magic wand and 100% everybody will be cured but they've done numerous studies and, and it's undisputable that those that have positive expectations are the ones that do statistically the ones that do best and so if if this gives you an edge if this gives you an advantage then why wouldn't you bring it into your treatment and not only that but why wouldn't you want to feel peaceful why wouldn't you want to feel positive why wouldn't you want to have uh, good expectations um, and, and, and why would you want to be worried why would you want to be fearful and by the way fearful is very destructive what fearful is is you are projecting and imagining the exact opposite of what you want to happen to you. So uh, this is something that, that you can stop, that you should stop. Um, and and I think one of the big fallacies now and, and mistakes is that people have put their, their, their cure and their treatment in the hands of the doctors. You fix me. You fix me. Well, yeah, uh, they will play their part, but you also have to play your part. It is your responsibility to get your thoughts and expectations and beliefs about about your health. For example, our body is a miraculous healing organism. It's built to heal itself of, of, of everything. I mean, you cut yourself immediately. White corpuscles and red corpuscles go to fight the infection. You don't have to order them. You don't have to say, oh, I cut myself. White corpuscles, corpuscles. get moving. Yeah, attention, get working. It happens automatically. And, and the body is like that. Is the body wants to heal itself and the body will heal itself. And, and the word cancer sometimes brings up uh, uh, such frightful uh, imagery around it, but 90% of the people that get cancer get cured. I mean, let's look at that. I mean, let's not let this overpower our thoughts. And and uh, this is my gift, and, and, and this is what I bring to people with illnesses, is I show them how to get their thoughts working for them. Wonderful, John. Thank you so, so much. So the 10th and 11th of November, the final tour, John Kehoe, Robin Banks, two days, the greatest, greatest gift you can give yourself. Not just if you're fighting cancer, if you have the challenge, 
whatever age, the greatest gift, the gift of living and living powerfully and positively. John, as and always, a privilege. Thank you. And, and, and again, just uh, go on to finaltour.co.za and that will give you all the information. And thank you, Nikki. Uh, it was a pleasure talking to you. And uh, now your son is anxiously waiting to hear the song <laughs> I'm about to release. So we can't uh, wait. <laughs> we all can't wait for your song. Are you going to give it to us so we can play it at the same time, yeah. John? Well, no, no, we won't play it over the phone. No, 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 but, but when we play it on this on air, we'll, yeah, we'll sure. hopefully have the song. Yeah, yeah. Oh, lovely. Okay. John, I can't wait to hear your music. Okay, Just wonderful. your wisdom in a different form. Thank you so Great. much. John Kehoe on 101.9 Chai FM on the DL Link Show. So, of course, the 10th and 11th of November, that is John Kehoe's final tour. Go to the finaltour.co.za, get your tickets, change your life. We have four energetic parts. And when we have them aligned and in relationship with each other, remarkable things happen. We have four energetic parts, our mind, body, subconscious, and soul. We have four energetic parts, our mind, body, subconscious, and soul functioning together. Our mind, body, subconscious, and soul. All four parts of ourselves functioning together. Our mind, body, subconscious, and soul. And when we have them aligned and in relationship with each other, remarkable things happen. Our mind, body, subconscious, and soul. Vibrations of energy. Our mind, body, subconscious, and soul. Thoughts, too, are vibrations of energy. Thoughts are real forces. Every thought we think is a vibration of energy. We create our reality by choosing our thoughts. Everything is consciousness and energy. Everything is connected. Our mind thinks thoughts creating vibrations of energy. Our subconscious sends out these vibrations into the energy web. Our body feels intuitively guiding us with intuition. Our soul awakens our heart, letting us feel our oneness with everything. This is who we are. We are beings of consciousness and energy creating our reality. We are greater than we think. Dare to dream. Everything is possible. Our mind, body, subconscious, and soul. We are extraordinary beings of consciousness and energy. Our mind, body, 
body, subconscious, and soul functioning together. Our mind, body, subconscious, and soul create and work with the most powerful forces in the universe. Our mind, body, subconscious, and soul. All four parts of ourselves functioning together. Our mind, body, subconscious, and soul. Subconscious and soul. Everything is consciousness and energy. Everything is connected. We reach the subconscious with repetition, 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 repetition. Love it. John Kehoe, his first single, Who We Are, and he says he's releasing an album in 2019. And I tell you, after the interview, I was driving in my car and going through my mind was our mind, body, subconscious and soul. And maybe it'll happen to you. Not a bad thing. Um, I'm delighted. I'm going along to the final tour. I'll let you know how it goes. So many wonderful things happening um, in Joburg. And of course, you know, what would Joburg be without the 947 cycle challenge, right? When the roads are closed and we have to stay at home and then we can go and cheer these cyclists who are cycling for amazing, amazing causes. So that's what we're talking about because, of course, the DL Link are on top of everything. I mean, last year they put a team together and as the DL Link does, they've tripled the amount of people that they're sending in 2018. Um, on uh, Sunday, the 18th of November is the Telcom 947 cycle challenge. Um, and it's very exciting because the DL Link is um, sending 90 people on the roads of Johannesburg. Um, they're going to be cycling. Um, a whole lot are from the DL Link. A whole lot are from Liberty. Liberty are sponsoring. Um, and you're going to see them on the streets of Joburg. And each and every one of those cyclists are riding um, either in the name of a cancer warrior or in memory of someone who has passed. Always meaningful. Always bringing to the party of a consciousness, um, a celebration for life and um just giving those cancer warriors that boost and knowing that someone is um, on the roads and, and riding for them. So one of the the, the, the the cyclists is in the studio. He was uh, took part in the, the race last year as well. He is a cyclist. This is something he's enjoyed doing for a long time, and he's fantastic. I've loved having, having him in the studio for the past half hour with me. Um, and it's Honi Liknitsky. Did I do it? Yes. I said it, and it's because you explained it so well. Honey, welcome. Thank you. Pleasure As I said, it's lovely to have you on the show. What no one knows is that behind the scenes, you are, you've got all the information. I ask a question, you go to your phone, you're giving me the answers. You're an absolute pleasure. Why are you taking part in this challenge? So, I, I was introduced to cycling when I was in high school. We had a riding club, um, and, and I really enjoyed it as it was a form of exercise. Um, I did the 947 challenge once when I was about 15. When you were 15? Yeah. Um, It's hard, eh? Yeah, that was actually one of my best results because I was fit then. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then okay. I, I went overseas, uh, you know, I studied Nisheva. I didn't really do cycling so much. Um, in 2016, uh, my son was born and it was a very difficult birth, uh, complications and everything. And in November, he had to go back into hospital for a surgery. Mm-hmm. And I remember just sitting there in the hospital and saying, like, I, I need to get out. I need to do something. And I saw that, you know, the cycle challenge was that Sunday. The surgery was on Thursday. It was on Sunday. He said, so I said, you know what? I'm going out and I'm riding for him. Wow. So, um, I've, I called up a friend, said, you know, can you get me an entry? I got on the bike and I rode. It was painful. It was hard. It was long. But it was just really, you know, like it, it, felt, it was very so good for me. So meaningful, right? So then the next year I was contacted by another friend, um, Moshe Jacobson. He said, look, we're putting a team together for the deal link. They provide support and, you know, care to his cancer patients. And, you know, I'd been obviously not, not cancer-related, but I'd been in a medical difficult medical situ- situation. And just the people that had been there to support me and mm. give me love and care throughout that thing was, was amazing. So I really wanted to, you know, do this for someone else and, you know, to, to contribute to the deal link and to contribute to the lives of the cancer patients who I'm writing for. And, you know, after last year, I did the I did the cycle challenge, and every year after I finished it, I said, you know, I'm, I'm not doing this again. It's, it's a tough, tough, tough. race. Mm. But then I remember that, you know, they can't quit their battle, so I can't quit mine. And so every year, I, you know, I get back on the bike and I do it again. You know, you enjoy the first hour or two, and then, then it's tough. Then it's tough. How, yeah. how long are you – how long does it take you to, to complete it? So fast guys will be under three hours. Um, I'm slower, so I'll be around four. It's long. Yeah. Long, long, long. You know, going back to um, riding when your son was going in for an operation and having those hours in your own mind Mm. um, on the streets, on the tar, in the heat and the challenge. But it must have been incredibly cathartic in a way as well because it's literally, it's such a, we talk about challenge, going through a challenge and what's it like on the other side. And you were physically challenging yourself. Um, and so we're going to be talking to a cancer warrior just now. But for you, it's always interesting to hear from those who are participating in it, what kind of a journey it is for you, um, what kind of a challenge that is for you, knowing that you're connecting with yeah. something much higher. Yeah, definitely. Last year I rode, for, I rode for a warrior and, you know, I met him afterwards and we chatted. And like you just said, to, to have someone riding for me, it just – it's 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 a difficult thing, and to know that someone will do something difficult for you to support you and to give you moral support, you know. I, I've been on the other side, and, and I know what it's like when mm. you know someone just goes out and just does something special for you. Um, so it's a real privilege I, I feel to be able to ride for someone and to be able to you know give them support, and and I hope that I can give someone strength and someone um, you know a resolution to you know continue fighting. Oh, absolutely, Honey. Who are you riding for? So I'm riding for Lana. Um, Lana's a very good friend of my grandmother. Um, they've been friends for a long time. She, you know, she's a very special lady and she's, she's been suffering from, um, you know, battling cancer. Um, and, you know, I just want to ride for her and just to let her know, you know, I'm there for you. And I'm also riding in memory of Mark. Mark was my aunt's partner. He tragically, like he, he battled the ultimate battle and he's passed away, but, you know, he was an amazing person and really special. And I'm also riding in his memory. Sure. Um, having those names on your kit. It's something. It's not just a kit. It's yeah. like something extraordinary that you put on your body yeah, when you it, when you it really gives you that right? extra kick. You know, when you, you you're struggling, it's a big hill. And how can I get to the top? You know, yeah. like, I'm riding for them. I'm riding fabulous. for Lana and Mark. I'm going to get there. Fabulous, fabulous. So of course, this is a fundraiser. You know, the Deal Link are always fundraising so that they can go out and do what they do. Um, and if you're listening and you want to, you know, you can't hit the roads, but you want to take part and you want to be a part of this incredible event. Um, you can sponsor. You can sponsor one 
one of the riders. So if you're keen, just go along to the website. It's dllink.coza um, um, and you can be led in the right direction. Click on the right clicks and um, then you can sponsor one of the riders. So um, what's also happening, which I love, is we, we started the show. We were uh, we started off by honoring uh, Moses Moyor and ro- Moses was going to be riding in the race um, and he was going to be honoring um, um, all African cancer warriors. Um, and so it's it's um, it's a bittersweet. It's a bittersweet um, with his kit arriving, um, and he's not there. So the, the DL Link will be honouring him on that day. Um, they're going to be balloons, and you know he's he's very he's going to be very much remembered and honoured on on the special day. Um, when all the other riders uh, will be taking to the streets, as I said, um, ninety um, people that the DL Link will be putting together. Um, I'm going to be chatting to Hink Mikey's from Liberty because they are the sponsors. They're making it all happen. I think they've sponsored fifty of the riders, the entry, the kits. But but Honey, very quickly because you played a huge part in these very good looking kits. Thank you. So what what did you do? Um, I, I don't know. They say I did a lot. I, I don't I, know. I, I, yes. I don't think so. I'm saying very modest. I, I helped a little bit with the design. I just gave a bit of input from a cyclist point of view, just on you know things that I, I would like um, as a cyclist. And yeah, I arranged with a supplier from overseas to get them here. Managed to get a nice price and. Yeah, hopefully, I hope everyone enjoys the kids. I hope fantastic, like them. fantastic, fantastic kid. Honey, thank you for helping me during the show, first of all, for being such an excellent guest, for doing what you do, um, and I uh, hope it's a, it's a good race for you. Thank you. We're going to take a very quick break. After the break, um, we're going to be chatting to Cedric Pemensky, one of our cancer warriors. Stay with us. If you are in business and you would like to support the DL Link, consider advertising or sponsoring the show. So on Sunday, the 18th of November is the Telcom 947 Cycle Challenge. Um, we just had Honey in the studio telling us about uh, why he does it and why he does it so well. Um, and we have a cancer warrior, Cedric Pemensky, on the line, who is going to, someone's going to be uh, uh, riding um, with his name on his kit. So Cedric, welcome. Great to have you on the show. Hi. Thank, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, it's a pleasure. So, Cedric, you've had a, a, a long relationship with the DL Link. Perhaps you just want to tell us uh, about that relationship. Um, it, we, I've been with the DL Link group for approximately uh, a, 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 about a year. Um, I get tremendous satisfaction and great help and insight into uh, my cancer and. Uh, they are absolutely great with uh, with giving me uh, all the info that I need, all the help that I need, um, and and just to be there when I need somebody to talk to. That's incredible, Cedric. So, how did you feel when they approached you and told you that um, with this nine four seven cycle challenge coming up, that someone would be ri- riding in 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 with your name? Um, that would be absolutely superb. I would love somebody to ride in my name. 
So we found out, Cedric, that Glenn Black, I don't know who Glenn Black is, but there's a, a young man out there by the name of Glenn Black who has a kit with your name on it. And on the 18th of November, he's going to be riding with your name on his kit. And, uh, you know, you are going to be spurring him on and he's going to be honoring you and thinking about you on that day. And I think that's incredible. It is absolutely incredible. It's typically the DL Link group to to organize something like this behind your back. It's terrific. It's terrific, the whole organization. And what they stand for is unbelievable. I agree with you, Cedric. Absolutely agree with you. Well, we wish you good health and we wish you vitality, Cedric. We thank you for joining us. Um, now you know the name of the cyclist um, who will be riding for you and in your name, Glenn Black. Um, hopefully you'll get to meet him. But thank you, Cedric. Thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. So um, we know with the, the, the dinner that was held um, just a, a month or two ago that Liberty Life um, played a, an integral role in getting the event together, supporting the event. Um, we spoke about um, the work that they do and also looking at the startling statistics um, of, of uh, those who are claiming for, for cancer um, and that, that it's really, you know, years ago those who would claim um, we're, we're a lot older and we got to see that in fact people claiming are getting younger and younger and younger so it's a very good relationship that Liberty Life and the Deal Link have um, and Liberty Life very very generously came on board um, with sponsoring this um, uh, Telcom 947 cycle challenge they decided to rise to the occasion 50 people um, of the team of the Deal Link team they've sponsored um, and as I mentioned earlier sponsoring for the, the entry and for the kits. Um, and, um, I think, I think 30 of their own riders are, are from Liberty Life that are actually taking part. So, um, I'm very delighted to have Hank Mankies on the line. Um, he's head of risk product management at Liberty. Um, because of course they are partnering with us on the 18th of November. So Hank, welcome. Great to have you on the show. Lovely to have you again on the show. Yes, thanks, thanks, Nikki, and sorry I couldn't join you in studio today. No, that's fine, Hank. So are you going to be riding, or shouldn't I ask that question? No, I I think I'll tell you too much about my current state of physical fitness. (laughs) Oh, really? I feel the same way, Hank. You know, there's some who are very good on bicycles, and there are some who are very good on the side of the road cheering them on. (laughs) I'm very good at cheering them on. Very, very good. So, Hank, for for those who who never heard when you did come into the studio, and we were talking about um, risk management, we were talking about claim statistics, we were talking about all of those things when you came onto the show. And and for those who missed, I, I, I alluded to the fact that there are many people, younger people, more and more, who are claiming in terms of cancer. Perhaps you can just expand on that. Yes. So I think it's wonderful that we've developed our technology to be able to detect cancer earlier and earlier. Um, but it does mean that, of course, it means we're detecting it in younger clients mm. and patients. Mm. And the reality is that it doesn't matter what your age is. The the implications of a diagnosis are very significant. 
and um, I mean, I, I think Hink, when we when we look at those numbers, we we need to change the kind of communication that we're having with younger people. If we talk about risk, and we talk about risk management, how are you at Liberty Life? Um, having that interaction and that conversation with younger people when really up until now we thought that it's only older people who get cancer? I think it's exactly through engagements like this that we're trying to raise awareness. And, and you know, we, we partner with the likes of, of DL Link and, and others to, to really carry our message with them as well mm-hmm. to, to just raise that awareness. Mm-hmm. If, if we look at the kind of incidence of, of cancer, as you say, it's increasing, but it, it's alarming to think that as many as, as one in four of all the claims that, that we receive are as a result of cancer. Mm. And so, um, you know, we, we try to, to partner with our clients with regards to providing them insurance that um, pays out a, a lump sum, which they can use as needed in, in such a scenario. But it's also very important for us to partner with organizations that, that can provide knowledge, support and assistance and I suppose just a real understanding of the realities of cancer um, and and just that kind of support as well to our, our clients. Absolutely. Well, Hank, we, you know, as part of the DL Link, I mean, we, we're so appreciative of the relationship that we have with Liberty Life that you have come on board um, and so generously sponsored and made it possible for us to send out a team of 90 people to take part in the Cycle Challenge. Of course, your initiative, Caring for You, where you're going to have the Liberty Life cyclists ahead of the DL Link cyclists and just creating an umbrella of caring and protection so we thank you Hank we know that it's going to be a a fantastic event Um, as you say awareness uh, making people aware early detection younger people also becoming aware of the risk Um, and we look forward to many more fundraising events and a, a great relationship going forward so thank you so much Hank Thank you to Nikki and, and thank you to, to DL Link and all your amazing warriors. Fabulous. We'll see you on the side of the road, hey, Hank? I maybe next so. maybe so. next year we'll both take part. What do you say? I, I'll take up the challenge. If you, if you <laughs> I'm a bit nervous about actually announcing this on air. We'll take this off air. We'll carry on with the conversation. <laughs> Hank, take care. Enjoy the Wonderful. rest of your day. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, Nikki. Bye bye. And that's the risk of having these conversations on air. I hope no one at Deal Link was actually listening to me because I'm not good at cycling. I'm not at all good at cycling. Wow, just another fantastic show. So if you have been listening once again and you'd like to sponsor one of the cyclists, there are 90 cyclists who are looking for sponsors, please go along to the website, um, dllink.coza, um, and you can take part in this wonderful, wonderful event happening on Sunday, the 18th of November. November. Thank you so much for joining me on this lovely Thursday. As always, it's a privilege to spend the hour with you. I hope that you've gained a lot from it, um, and I look so forward to being with you same time next week. From me, Nikki Seberini, until then, do take care. Goodbye.